This is Ed Zicali with ASAP Athletic Strength and Power Podcasts. Today's podcast with the University of Cincinnati Bearcats Director of Football Sports Performance, Nico Palazzetti, is brought to you by the Bill Jacobs Power Company. Coach Jake has everything your training facility needs from the ground up. And yes, of course, he's got the bands you need to maximize your strength training program. In fact, all the top training programs get them from Coach Jake. Check out his complete online catalog at coachbilljacobs.com. Also brought to you by TRX Training. Whether you choose the TRX Pro 4 model or the Tactical Suspension Trainers, contact Tim Bork, the TRX Director of Team Sports. You can find information about these two sponsors, as well as our other partners at www.athleticstrengthandpower.com. Right here in Cincinnati, Ohio today, I didn't have to go far. I headed up to the University of Cincinnati. I'm with the strength and conditioning coach for the Cincinnati Bearcats. The first impressions is he's just uh, pleased as all get out to be here. Absolutely. Welcome, yeah, Nico, to the, to the podcast. Thank you, Ed. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. It's an honor for me to be here. It's We've crossed paths many times, and yes, uh, one of them was Michigan State uh, University Spartans. I see your the letter off your letter jacket uh, hanging in here. Uh, <laughs> I saw you uh, at Mississippi State with the Bulldogs down there, yes, I believe, and uh, over at Maryland. Uh, tell us a little bit about your career path and how you ended up right here in Cincinnati, Ohio. It's, it's been quite the journey. And, yeah, I had to have the uh, the Letterman jacket here or the Letterman here just because uh, no one believed I'm a former student athlete. So I uh, wore that with pride. But, um, uh, yeah, it's been a journey. So I'm originally from Metro Detroit, about 25 minutes outside of the city, west of the city of Detroit. Uh-huh. Um, I was fortunate enough to play football at Michigan State under the uh, guidance of Coach Ken Manny. Oh. Um, injured my neck going into my senior year. So my senior year, I was fortunate enough to intern for the Spartans. So I interned both with uh, strength and conditioning and with football. Kind of gravitated more towards the strength side of things. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Uh, once I graduated in the spring, they asked me to uh, be a graduate assistant. So I started my GA ship right away. Worked uh, as a GA for, for football. Worked with some other sports as well, but mainly with football, strength and conditioning. Up until May... So for about a year, year and a half, and then was fortunate enough to become a bulldog at Mississippi State. So I was there for about five, six months, and then went to University of Maryland, was there for the 2016 season, was at Ohio State from uh, 2017 to this past season. It was an absolute blast to work for uh, Coach Court and Coach Mickey Marotti up at Ohio State. And, uh, oh, absolutely. Had a great experience there and great mentorship, great tutelage and everything. And uh, just fortunate to be here now. You got to be just pleased as punch to be here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when this position opened, I was pitching myself just because I know what the city stands for and being here and seeing firsthand of how much pride the university takes representing the university or the, the the city in itself and just they embody the toughness and the blue collar mentality that the city is and to be a part of it and to see it and to, to be able to instill that and drive that culture through strength and conditioning has been an absolute honor and a privilege and it's something that i i really really enjoy the opportunity to work with and it's you know, you, you can't stray too far from who you are as a person. And I think what excited me most about this job was that who I am as a person and what I believe in matches the core values of the university and the city in itself. And so I thought it's a natural fit. And it's something that I, I, I as I am here more and more, I love and embrace more and more. It's such a unique university and such a great place. And people take so much pride in what the university stands for and, and who we are as a university. And then on top of that, it's an embodiment and it's an extension of the city in itself. 
and to to be here and to kind of be able to help drive that through strength and conditioning is absolute blast. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I am. I'm very pleased to say the least. Now, when the uh, the previous staff and head football coach and everything. Uh, uh, went to a, a new opportunity up north. Did things move pretty quick? All of a sudden, this job opened up, and all of a sudden, you're here. Yeah, it was really, really fortunate just because there were still some some people that who had been at Ohio State who I've worked with in the past, uh, Kerry Combs, oh, yeah. who uh, helped kind of drive for me to get this opportunity. And as soon as I came and interviewed, it felt like a great fit, and it felt like something I really, really wanted to be a part of. And uh, fortunately, I uh, must have not said something stupid so i got the opportunity you know and uh it was great it was a it was a, a great fit right from day one and um was able to bring in a great staff and be able to bring in great people that helps me do my job to the best of our ability and really mentor and teach and and uh, drive these student athletes so um really since day one yeah it's been a it's been an absolute ride strapped in and went forward and Luckily for me, I've had amazing mentorship. So the transition was much smoother than it could have been just because of my mentorship and my experiences and seeing things at the highest level. Now, I imagine uh, Coach Satterfield had a like a team meeting and introduced you, you know, Coach Palazzetti to the squad. And yeah. What was that like? It was great. I mean, it was the first time I got to address the team. I addressed them before they left for the bowl game. Oh, um, and so... Um, the thought was just to introduce myself to them and let them know when they came back, the returning players, that there was a strength coach in place. And so for me, I thought that was a great opportunity just to just make an impression. And it happened really quick. I think I was offered the job on uh, a Tuesday, and I was speaking to the team on Wednesday morning. So literally, oh, wow. I, I, I went, I worked, at, uh, worked the first part of the day at Ohio State, trained some groups, jumped in a car. I, I put a polo on and drove down. Switched jerseys and then uh, here, here exactly, we go. Exactly, exactly. Holy and, smokes. And went man. down and thought of something to say. And my message was pretty simple. It was that one, just expressed my, my gratitude to being here and my gratitude to be able to potentially work with a lot of those student athletes in that room. You know, some were leaving and um, some were graduating, but sure. um, the, the mainstay stayed. And just to say, to just say how fortunate I was to, to work with these guys. And I, I took that as a privilege. And I just wanted to reflect my gratitude to be able to train them. On top of that, it was just setting what the expectations would be, which is this is who I am. This is what I stand for. And I have to be authentic to myself and I have to be authentic to who I am as a coach to drive that. And so for me, from day one, it was trying to be as authentic as I can to who I am and what my core values are. And then the program should be an extension of that. So everything we did embodied, for me, my, my core values are passion, integrity, and toughness. And so for me creating a program that embodied that and everything was pumped through those through that lens really really was important to me and then the last thing was listen it's my job to get you guys as ready for the demands of spring ball as possible and i know this was a competitive spring it is a competitive spring it's a new staff it's people fighting for positions oh, and it's yeah. my obligation it's my duty to them to put them in a position to be developed and put them in a position to be maximized and and you know our results were great mostly because of the buy-in from the student athletes but we trained hard, and, and that I wanted to create a completely clear standard of this is who I am, this is what I stand for, and this is what the program will look like. And if you want to be trained and developed, then then this is a place for you to stay and to be mentored and be developed and be challenged. Awesome. I mean, these players, uh, you know, I imagine they needed some comforting and something, some kind of news that, you know, things were going to transition right into, you know, because this is a winning program. Absolutely. It's not like you're coming into a program that is – trying to be lifted up from the from the low low levels this, no you want to 
these players and you want to just pick up right right where things left off and and the players needed to know that yes i think so i think that's a hard it's a hard time to be in college athletics there's so many options there's so many literally portals to kind of jump into and leave or or fluctuate and there's so many there's so much uncertainty in college athletics right now just because it's a time of transition you know you have the portal you have nil you have all these different things and all of these avenues right and it's it's a hard time and it's hard to be it's hard to know exactly what way to lean and trust and it's a hard time for college athletics a hard time to be a college athlete i know i would probably really struggle right now being a college athlete and so to 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 be able to come in and and be honest and and build relationships like that's what i think my goal was 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 number one build relationships build trust and establish a culture and i think if you can do those things no matter what you do you're going to have buy-in and you're going to have trust to be able to really push guys and coach them as hard as they possibly can so that was my goal was number one is be authentic be honest try to build relationships and then uphold and drive a culture throughout the whole the whole process of it and in addition to you coming in as as the new guy you also had to put it put together a staff yeah. to, of assistance to get things rolling for you because, you know, when those, when those players got back from the bowl game and had time off, and it, it's showtime. Yeah. What about your staff? How did you – what goes into your thought process when you're putting together a staff? This is something new for you. Yeah, that's, that's a great question, and I think it's an overlooked aspect of building a program because you're only as good as your staff. And for me, uh, I, I've been fortunate that – hire the exact staff I could have ever dreamed of and it was it was a blessing and um, it's an incredibly competent caring group it's a group that's very very talented but on top they have a great care and great character and they're great people that really want to drive and invest in the student athlete so pretty much as soon as I was offered or as soon as I interviewed for the job as soon as I knew it was a potential I reached out to people immediately people that I knew who we talked in the past and people that I knew would be a good fit and could embody what I believed in and, and could help push me and push our student athletes. And so for me, the first the first thought I had was, who do I know best? Who do I know that could run the room without me being there? Who who can I trust to be in my foxhole with me? And for me, that was uh, Coach Chris Friend. So he um, interned with us at Ohio State back in 2018, and then he had won a national championship with – he stayed at Ohio State and had won a a national championship with hockey at Ohio State, and he was an absolute um, rock star. And so me and him had developed a great relationship, and he knew exactly who I am and knows exactly what my vision is, and he's just someone I trust like an absolute brother. And so for me, being able to get him here was an absolute win for the Bearcats. It was such a win. The second one who I knew I needed was – a rock, an emotional rock, and someone that I knew was a young, up-and-coming strength coach and who had interned with us in the past as well. His name was Scotty Ethington, and he was at Marshall. And he is an absolute rock star as well. He's he's consistent. He's a younger strength coach, but his, his development and his desire for growth is something that motivates and inspires me. And so he's new, I, he knew... I knew he'd be someone that could that could push us and challenge us as a staff because a of his experience, but also his hunger. And so those are two guys that I personally work with who I knew I needed. So I called those two guys right away, and they were both thumbs up. And then from there, it was based on needs. So the coaching staff at Coach Sat and his staff asked me to retain Mike Stott. Was he had played for um, the staff at App State and was coming from Louisville. And I met Mike Kwan. He was an absolute fit, great person, great coach. We hired him in, and 
fortunately for him, he got an opportunity at Mississippi State, uh, another opportunity, and, and he kind of wanted to develop and grow. So he came in, and then ultimately he left and got a great opportunity at Mississippi State, and so he's doing great things there. But on top of that, basically there was two positions that we were trying to hire, and one was kind of a more sports science-oriented, minded person, and that was uh, Brandon Garcia. And so Brandon interned with us at Maryland, and he'd been at UNLV for the past three years. And he not only is incredibly cerebral, but he understands the practicality of this sport. And he understands how to implement sports science, but maintain a strength coach's lens. And that's exactly what we're looking for. And and he's been an absolute massive asset for us. He is such a great coach, such a great person. But he also has this competency that really, really drives us as a staff and is able to do return to play and able to do modifications. And then also all of our GPS tracking and sports science is kind of his baby. And the second one was Robert Robo-Williams. He is an incredible coach on the floor. He has a great presence about him. He's a high-energy guy, but also he has Cincinnati ties. He interned at Cincinnati in the 2020 season and was really, really loyal and passionate about coming, coming home. He was at Duke. And so to be able to hire Robo was an absolute blessing for us. So overall, the staff is phenomenal, and it's a staff that challenges me. It's a staff that, that, that we all work together in harmony, and we all work together to try to challenge each other, maximize our development. And it's a group that, that I think we had a great winner together, and the success of that winner was largely due to the staff that we had in place. I would imagine transitioning for you from being an assistant, an associate strength and conditioning coach, and then uh, now you got the full reins on this program. Any spe- specific challenges or anything, or has it been pretty good for you? Uh, it's been great. It's been really, really good, namely because of the mentorship I've had and the mentorship that, that's prepared me. You know, I, I've been able to work for great mentors and, and guys that really, really developed me. And I've seen strength and conditioning at the highest level, you know, working at Ohio State, working with Coach Mick as long as I, I worked for Coach Mick for six years. It was a blessing to really see how he worked. You know, there's there's one thing to kind of be mentored and be tutored by someone and be, you know, taught. But there's other thing to see someone work for that long and see how they handle conflict and see how they set up a program to have success and to be able to see it and observe it and take notes of it and then be able to kind of envision how you would do it and how what success has been laid uh, and, and to see the clues left behind of that success, I think it's one of my better skill sets is, is being able to really examine people and, and take nuggets and be mindful of when I'm around people that are incredibly good at their job. And he's the best that I've been around and he's incredibly skilled and has gained so much wisdom that when you watch him do your job, it's like when you watch you do his job, it's like watching like Picasso paint or, you know, like Beethoven play the piano. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to use the killed the analogy but at the same time like you're watching someone who's very good and has gained a lot of wisdom and gained a lot of experience and knows how to navigate this field at a very 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 high level you know that's something i didn't take for granted it's something i was very mindful of and really watched and so when when you when you're here you're able to take the the take those nuggets and you're able to take that wisdom and then be able to apply it and obviously every every place is different right like every place has different challenges the challenges at Ohio State are different than the challenges here but what you have to do is you have to be able to navigate and see kind of the overall reaching themes and then apply and then use common sense and try to just navigate the problems best you can you know I've been fortunate enough thanks to you of course uh uh, being able to get down here and and see some of your workouts uh in the during the winter program and uh it looks like 
to me, you know, from a from an outside observer, that uh, you've had a, a real nice transition, and I think the players, just by seeing how the players interact with you, they're on board. So, you, you know, you got to be really uh, happy about that and well, seeing how things are going. Yeah, thank you, man. You know, the winter program, I imagine that went well. One thing I wanted to ask you about is that uh, the fact that there's no question who the football players are on this campus. Uh, you know, when you walk around your guys, uh, they've got the biggest necks on campus. Uh, <laughs> what, are you guys, what are you guys doing for neck training? That's a, a popular thing uh, for, for our listeners. They want to know how to go about taking on neck training with their athletes, and uh, how do you guys approach that? Yeah, next such an essential piece of, of a training program, especially with a sport like football, just because of the collision aspect and obviously the hot topic is concussion. So anything that we can do to prevent concussions, specifically by strengthening our neck, we attack very aggressively. So we'll do neck training twice a week. Um, we just do a linear load, so we just um, build volume. So we'll go um, usually two sets of six twice a week, trying to add weight between each each workout, and then we'll go eights, tens, and twelves, and then we'll drop back down and increase the load. That's on the machine. Correct. Yeah, that's on um, the neck machine that we use is the uh, Rogers four way neck, just a great piece, very adjustable, but also kind of the strength curve on it is very stimulating, constant tension neck machine that I think it's very easy to use. Um, and so that's the piece that we use is a four-way neck, but there's multiple other ways. So then on top of the kind of the four-way neck, what we also do is we also try to add in variation. So we'll do manual neck. So we'll do manual front, back, and lateral neck. And that's just an extra way to add increased time under tension. Um, and so we'll add those in also one or two times a week. And then on top, kind of supplement our, our machine neck training. Um, and then obviously having a strong neck is one thing, but also having a strong upper back, trap, Posterior shoulder is also really, really essential. And so what we do is we attack that, that region of our bodies incredibly hard. So we do upper back training every single workout. Like the shrugs. And shrugs, exactly. Yeah, shrugs, posterior shoulder, even just strengthening the scap and strengthening that low trap as well is really, really important to us. So we do all variations of shrugs, dumbbells, barbells, machine, trap bar. We just add a bunch of different variations with different tempoing, different rep schemes to try to just get that kind of that whole shoulder girdle as holistically as possible. And then we also do a bunch of different kind of smaller supportive stabilizers and fixators. So we'll do crossover symmetry. We'll do TRX two times a week. We'll do oh, yeah. all these different variations of try to just train that whole region as best we possible. And then kind of our whole, our whole thought process is just kind of, we don't try to, not trying to reinvent the reel with our, with our loading patterning. We just try to increase load, increase time under tension and with great technique and time under tension. What are some of your coaching points on, on the shrug exercise as far as, you know, when, when a guy's doing it with either dumbbells or barbell, what are some of your coaching points? Um, I'm going to steal this from Coach Mick, but his cue is always the higher they go, the bigger they grow. And so I've always thought that was comical. But to be honest, you want to train through a full range of motion. And so we have slight chin tuck just so we can drive those shoulders as high as they possibly can. But you want to stay – now, mind you, um, most of the time with your shrug, you're going to be – standing and it's going to be loaded relatively heavy so posture is really really important just to prevent injury so posture and body tightness is really really essential so whatever variation that we're doing we're trying to coach that posture and maintaining um 
core stability throughout the whole movement. But really, when we when we grab a bar, whether it's a, a, a barbell, dumbbells, a trap bar, a machine, anytime we set the body posture so nice and tall, stomach tight, and then when we pick up the bar or, or whatever the, the load is, slight chin tuck, driving our shoulders to our ears as high as they possibly can, and then we are really strict on tempoing here. And so we think just time and attention can really just try to train those more postural stability muscles. And so what we're trying to do here is just we'll do a two-count stick with a three-count lower. So it's a three-two-one tempo. So three-count on the eccentric, two-count on the isometric, and then the concentric is always driven as hard and as violent as possible. So violent drive up, control that stick, and then control the lower down. And so just getting that time and attention for more higher rep scheme kind of helps build up the, the trap the best of the way we can. Obviously, I've got some work to do. <laughs> Me and you both. <laughs> Spring football is coming up. Is mm-hmm. is here. It's, it's here, actually. Yeah. We're right in the midst of it. If you could, uh, you know, take a couple minutes here to describe the Bearcats training program from an aspect of day-to-day, you know, during spring football and how you handle that approach. Yeah, well, I think the first part uh, that has to be considered is the preparation standpoint, the development. Really what you're trying to train throughout the winter is you're preparing for the demands of spring football. And I know there's a lot of times it's a different kind of training period and you can you need to train culture and you need to train and all these different things. But at the end of the day, your physical standpoint of your training needs to be geared towards the demand of spring football. This was the first time I've ever worked with Coach Sat. So we had some GPS workloads and we kind of knew roughly what the distances and the intensities of a practice would be. But then again, you don't really know what you're preparing them for because you never I'd never seen it. And so our whole thought process was, was over-prepare. And so we wanted our guys to be fast, lean, and ready to run just because you don't know exactly what the demands were. And so we wanted to put our guys in the best position to be possible. So we were very aggressive with our running, especially with our speed protocols. We wanted to get our guys exposed to high-velocity sprinting. And so we ran three days a week and just made sure different, different intensities on, on our first day would be um, more of a max speed day and so we worked at a higher on velocity kind of exposed our soft tissues to those those speeds that they'd be being exposed to in practice the second day was more change direction oriented so once again you're you're you're, you're preparing the groins the hips the low back ankles knees just be prepared to be able to change direction and then the last day would be kind of be more of an acceleration based and as we got closer and closer to spring kind of the more generalized drills kind of dropped back and we started working more and more football drills. So it enabled us to kind of be ready for that first day of spring the best way possible. The first thing that you're trying to do from a, from a in-season standpoint, if you will, is you're trying to reduce the work you're doing in the weight room to supplement what they're doing on the field. And the best thing about spring football is you have time in between practices. So you can really cut the volume of a lot of your training but maintain a pretty high intensity. And guys actually get stronger at the compound movement. So our goal, and I I told these guys, we're going to train right through spring. Like our goal is to use spring as a launch pad to get us ready for summer and then ultimately fall football. So we're very aggressive with our training program here. Volume's reduced, but we're doing more basically strength and power-oriented movements. We're still doing our Olympic-based movements. We're doing our, our, our heavy compound strength movements. So that's uh, bench press, that's squat, that's incline. And we're doing those pretty aggressively so that we're going to be in a great position and we're going to try to increase our strength levels overall, push those working maxes as high as possible so that we're getting stronger throughout the spring football season. And then we're going to be in a great position for the summer and then just kind of make that last drive in the preseason to, to get us ready for the season. 
Oh, and uh, the summer program commences. Um, what are some of the, you know, how, do, how does your day-to-day, you know, if you'd like to share that, yeah. at, uh, Monday, you know, is, is Monday, what's Monday like? Do you go to Saturday or do you go just five days a week? How's it roll? Summer fluctuates based on the time of the, of the year. I would just say for like a general June schedule, what we're going to try to do is we'll, we'll probably do three to four groups based on the freshmen. So the f- big concern is when the freshmen come in and you got to obviously ooze those freshmen in at a different pace just because their exposure is going to be different than the guys that have been here. So you're going to do three to four groups. So our first group will probably be right around 630. And so I like to get in about an hour and a half before the first group. So usually you're rolling in about 435. You're going to get set up for the room. You're going to have all of your lift group oriented, your lift group uh signs and everything ready all your posted up you're going to have all your recording charts ready you're going to have the room set up um you we've met the night before so all of our guys know exactly what the expectations are we know exactly what we're going to do kind of rolling into that workout uh and then we just get ready so when the guys come in you weigh them in just to see overall wellness so body weight's such a great indicator of wellness uh, and especially if you're limited with, with sports science technologies and you're limited on a budget, the best thing you can do is weigh guys in. And having that frequency of weigh-ins, you get to know exactly where guys should be at. And you should also know if they dip a certain amount or gain a certain amount, that probably something in their life's going wrong. And so we'll weigh them in, and then we'll attack a workout. If Some days we'll run before we work out. Other days it'll just be a workout with a run in the afternoon. It'll be based on the uh, the, the time of training and what we're trying to do. But usually your workouts will go anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours. You'll do your three to four groups a day based on the time of the season. And then from there, you catch your breath. Sometimes we have afternoon runs. So sometimes you catch your breath for uh, grab a protein bar, and then you regroup and you get ready for uh, the afternoon runs. And then you do that. How our main template will be is – um, usually a speed-oriented workout with an upper body on Monday. Then it'll be speed, lower body. It'll be a change-direction-oriented day on Wednesday, an upper body workout with a conditioning session in the afternoon on Thursday, and then Friday will be a lower body workout with kind of more metabolic finishers and um, kind of more work capacity standpoints, running if need be based on the uh, catapult data. And then the last thing is Saturday is always going to be high needs, general or specific workouts for guys that uh, need additional work and any makeup workouts. I'll tell you what, these Bearcats are in good hands, Coach. Uh, it's good. It's great to see, and I'm sure these, these athletes here, these Bearcat football players are definitely in good hands. And let's take a minute, just a minute to talk about, you know, when, when you pull onto campus now, there's uh, cranes and construction and yeah. stuff being demolished and everything, and they're making way for like a – I guess it's over a $100 million commitment yes. by the athletics here at Cincinnati for your program. Yeah, it's. I mean, talk about an amazing time to, to be a Bearcat. You know, coming in, you're joining the Big 12 this year. You have the opportunity to build a new facility. So we're building currently, we're, we, uh, we took down our bubble, and we're building a, a permanent indoor facility. And then once that's completed in January, we'll start. It'll be an addition to the indoor. It'll be our football facility. And so new weight room. We'll have our weight room. We'll have a dining area. We'll have our meeting rooms. We'll have the training room, locker room, obviously. Just an incredible space for our student-athletes to really be maximized. And couldn't, couldn't be more fortunate. Couldn't be more blessed to be here at the time we are. And to be able to be a part of this process is, is great.
You experienced some cold this winter, but uh, the payoff's going to be when that new construction's completed. Yeah, yeah. We we lost our indoor mid February, and so we said, "Well, the work's to work. We got to get our standard in." So sweatshirt up. We we gave our guys sweatshirts and sweatpants, and we ran. It, it is what it is, you know. When you're when you're limited and uh, available indoor warm spaces, you you do with what you need to do. But our guys are going to be ready, and so I told them, "Sorry, I'm not sorry, but we're going to run." And that's the word from the football sports performance director here at the University of Cincinnati, Nico Palazzetti. Thanks for joining us with this ASAP Athletic Strength and Power podcast today. Things are rolling here in Bearcat country. Yes, sir. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate you, man. Today's podcast with the University of Cincinnati Bearcats Director of Football Sports Performance, Nico Palazzetti, is brought to you by the Bill Jacobs Power Company. Coach Jake has everything your training facility needs from the ground up. And yes, of course, he's got the bands you need to maximize your strength training program. In fact, all the top training programs, get them from Coach Jake. Check out his complete online catalog at coachbilljacobs.com. Also brought to you by TRX Training. Whether you choose the TRX Pro 4 model or the tactical suspension trainers, contact Tim Bork, the TRX Director of Team Sports You can find information about these two sponsors, as well as our other partners at www.athleticstrengthandpower.com.